from the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. This is Guy Molinar at the Library of Congress. Late September will mark the 12th year that book lovers of all ages have gathered in Washington, D.C. to celebrate the written word at the Library of Congress National Book Festival. The festival, which is free and open to the public, will be two days this year, Saturday, September 22nd, and Sunday, September 23rd, 2012. The festival will take place between 9th and 14th Streets on the National Mall, rain or shine. Hours are 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturday the 22nd and noon to 5.30 p.m. on Sunday the 23rd. For more details, visit www.loc.gov bookfest. And now it is my pleasure to introduce Walter Dean Myers, whose latest book is titled We Are America, A Tribute from the Heart. Walter Dean Myers is an award-winning author of books for young people, and he is also the National Ambassador for Young People's Literature. The National Ambassador Program is co-sponsored by the Library of Congress and the Children's Book Council. Walter, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, you have written more than 100 books, so where do you get your inspiration for so many different topics? From everywhere. Uh, anything that interests me, people that, that interest me, and very often from kids who write, write to me. I, I very often get uh, long letter, letters of, uh, from kids with suggestions of what book I should do next. And it, it's very amusing and sometimes uh, very uh, inspirational. Okay. Can you give us one example of a letter you might have gotten from somebody that inspired you to write a book? Yes. I, um, I was talking to some kids about um, uh, one idea that I had, and uh, they asked me for my address, and one girl wrote and asked me to write a book about a teenage model. I know nothing about uh, models, <laughs> so I uh, did some research, found out that it was not a terribly nice business, and, uh, and I did a book uh, called Crystal uh, about a teenage model. And... Uh, when I told the, I wrote back to the kids and said I was going to, I was going to do this book. A boy asked me to uh, get away from uh, writing books about girls and do another basketball book. So I did Slam. So it was, uh, <laughs> you know, I got two books from the same mm -hmm. class. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You told me once that you write probably about five pages a day. Do you ever have a day where you have writer's block and you just simply can't write? Uh, no, I don't, because um, I plan, you know, when I face my five pages, uh, I will go over my next project and just look at uh, each of the uh, chapter breakdowns, and I make sure that something physical is going on in each uh, chapter, and by doing that, I can always write. I can always write. I, I don't get writer's block. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of writers would be very envious of you. <laughs> You've chosen as your platform for your term as national ambassador, reading is not optional. When you talk to young people about that topic, what do you tell them? I, I try to give them a sense of how a reading will affect their lives. Uh, young kids don't know this. You know, as a parent, uh, I sort of enforced reading uh, upon my, my kids uh, you had to read, and uh, you, you read with the family, and I read to them, giving uh, reading a value within the, within the, the family. 
But uh, with kids, you, you try to convince them that reading is going to make their lives better. It, it's difficult. Um, you, it, you know, one of the things that I tell them is that it's good to read with your parents. Um, and it is, absolutely. That's the key for young kids. When did you know that you wanted to spend your life as a writer? You know, to be very honest with you, uh, I didn't know until um, I was in my 30s. Okay. In, in my late 30s, because I was, um, I thought, I enjoyed writing, but I never imagined I could make a living at this. I never imagined, because you're not taught that in school. Right. You're taught that uh, writers are geniuses and just running, <laughs> running, running uh, around uh, being geniuses. And, uh, but I never thought about making a living at it. It was just something that I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed every single day of my life. That's I enjoy a, it. That's great because a lot of people can't say that. Um, you grew up in Harlem. What, can you tell us a little bit about what your life was like there? Uh, it was good for the uh, uh, er, my early years. It was uh, Harlem uh, was like a village, um, a, a more a more uh, mixed village than it came to be later because uh, of segregation. And you had so doctors and lawyers and uh, sports figures lived right there in the uh, community, and I got to see uh, this wonderful cross section of people. And of course, my, my family was there, my church. So uh, it, was a, it was a good experience for me uh, as a very young person. Um, later on, it became less good as uh, uh, my family began to um, um, not do well. But generally speaking, and plus I loved, I loved the, uh, the public libraries there mm -hmm. uh, and those hugely tall a desk and the, and those old old librarians who must have been in their twenties at least. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's funny because when I go back to the library now, which I do uh, once or twice a year, those desks don't look nearly as tall. <laughs> <laughs> those librarians are children. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Can you tell us were there any famous literary figures uh, that you grew up with there? Um, well. You know, I didn't appreciate him very much, but Langston Hughes uh, came to my church, and uh, he would come and do readings at the church. Uh, he was not a regular uh, a member of, of uh, the... Uh, this, but this was a Presbyterian church, and it was sort of a um, middle-class uh, black church. And he would come, and he would read from his books, and afterwards uh, he would sell his books for right, right out of his suitcase, which was uh, really neat. And then, of course, James Baldwin lived mm -hmm. about nine blocks from me. I, I didn't know him as a kid, but I met him later. Okay. Your novels tackle some very tough subjects, childhood imprisonment, neighborhood violence, absentee fathers. How much of what you write about comes from your own life? Well, you know, my uncle um, was in jail um, up until the time I was 12. Then he got out of jail and was out of jail for six months, and then he was killed, he was murdered. Um, so I sort of had that background, uh, that experience. Um, I write a lot about um, uh, children from uh, um, 
foster homes. Uh, I, I, my uh, my mom died as a child, and my dad um, uh, gave me to the Dean family. You know, so I was not raised with my family. So I sort of know that that background. I, and I met my my biological father at. Um, uh, around 13, and I wrote a book about that called Somewhere in the Darkness. Okay. Um, one thing that people may not know about you is that you are a great collector of vintage photos. Do you focus on a particular subject, and do these photos have any influence on your writing? I do. I collect uh, well, lots of children's photos uh, from, uh, from around the world, but I also have uh, black history, black historical photos from 1854 until 1940. So I have about 9,000 photo, photos in that category. And do these photos in any way, have you ever written a, a book or a story based on I, just looking you know, at a I, photo? Yes, I was telling some teachers yesterday, as, as a matter of fact, that um, I, was in, I was buying some photos in a shop, shop in Harlem and the man said, oh, I have some old photographs. And he has some old photographs from the Italian-Ethiopian War um, from 1935, in which um, his uncle uh, was a uh, reconnaissance pilot for Haile uh, Selassie. And so I'm doing a book on uh, his uncle. Oh, <laughs> okay. Was, yeah, 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 which was really uh, kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's really interesting to see the photographs. And, you know, I was, uh, I, I was in London uh, about a decade ago, and I found some photographs of, a, of an African girl who had been taken from Africa in the 1840s. And I did a, pic, uh, a book about her. Um, I did more research, found more pictures and more documents. And it was just, I, I, love, I love what I do. I mean, and... and the funny thing about it, they actually pay me to do this. <laughs> That's very nice. I have one last question for you. Can you tell us a little bit about your new book, We Are America? Yeah, you know, after the um, after nine eleven, what happened was uh, everyone was was hurt, and I felt hurt, and everyone was uh, went through a period of grief, which I also did. Then there was this period of patriotism, and I found myself uh, not as much included in that. And and I realized that as a, uh, a cool a cool a liberal, I had sort of moved away from uh, the, the the ideas that made America great. And what I wanted to do very much was to re, um, to reconnect. And I began looking at the documents and uh, the Constitution and the uh, Articles of Confederation and all of these documents that, that, that made America great. And uh, We Are America uh, is my tribute to this country. Okay. We have been hearing from Walter Dean Myers, National Ambassador for Young People's Literature, who will appear on Saturday, September 22nd in the Teens and Children Pavilion at the National Book Festival on the National Mall. Walter, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sue. This has been a presentation of the Library of Congress. Visit us at loc.gov.